0: Welcome back to the Strength Through Food Freedom podcast, everybody. Thanks for tuning in today. I know I've been a little MIA with podcasting. To make a very long story short, over the last few weeks, I had a huge career, well, a bit of a career transition, as well as some health concerns. So with that being said, today's episode is going to shift away a little bit from fitness, mindset, um, eating disorders or disordered eating, things like that, um, nutrition. And I'm going to be talking a little bit more about women's health um, and in particular periods and birth control. So a lot of women or a lot of people in general feel like they have to be so hush hush in terms of periods and birth control, right? We we give Tampons to other women that need it right in public like it's some type of drug deal or something and it's really secretive and I'm here to call BS on that over the last few months through my own journey I've realized how actually BS that actually is and I've become really um, more open in talking about my experiences with birth control and um, Sex and the menstrual cycle and things like that so it's really important to understand that if you don't feel comfortable talking about certain things, you don't have to, whatever floats your boat. But I'm here to, you know, take in and elaborate on the fact that a woman's menstrual cycle and periods are the body's natural ability to reproduce. It's something that's so natural. So, why does it have to be so hush hush in terms of talking about? So in particular today, I'm going to be talking about the copper IUD, my experience with it over the last, over three and a half years, um, and a little bit about what I'm going to be doing moving forward to assure that my reproductive health is you know the best that it can be. Your menstrual cycle is actually an indication of your overall health. It's actually a bit of like a report card. So your period today, is a reflection of your health actually three months ago. So take a look at your current menstrual cycle. What was your life like three months ago? Were you stressed out? Were you transitioning jobs? Were you maybe losing weight? Were you maybe gaining weight? You know, what was going on in your life? Because it actually takes your body three months um, to mature those follicles. So it's really interesting, and that's something that I was never aware of prior to having to really learn a lot about my hormones. So I'm going to get into it. Um, basically, like a lot of women, I started taking birth control uh, birth control pills and I never really liked the side effects from it. I always felt really intense feelings of nausea, um, I really didn't like the fact of having to remember to take it every single day at the same time. Um, because of my schedule, I felt like it was kind of all over the place. Um, it would give me really bad headaches. It would make me really angry, not even really emotional. Or sad but I remember having like bursts of like really weird anger that I couldn't control so that that was something that was really alarming to me when I was taking birth control pills and if you're not familiar with the actual female sex hormones that are in birth control it's estrogen and progestin and those are two female sex hormones so combinations of estrogen and progestin work by preventing ovulation So basically the release of eggs from the ovaries and overall how women can get pregnant in general. So basically just shuts down your body's natural ability to ovulate. And when you actually get your period, when you do take hormonal birth control pills, it's not an actual menstrual cycle and that's something that I didn't know as well, even when I was taking it and even when I was learning over the last few months about hormones. So when you're taking the pill, your period is technically called withdrawal bleeding so it refers to the withdrawal of hormones in your pill and the drop in hormones cause the lining of your uterus you know to shed obviously what a menstrual cycle is but it's it's overall a your body's way of withdrawing the hormones of the pill so it's not even an actual menstrual cycle which is was like mind-boggling to me when i first learned that so About three and a half years ago, I decided that I wanted to get the copper IUD. It was really low maintenance. I didn't have to think about it. You know, I didn't have to go get prescriptions every month. Um, Occasionally, I need to go to the doctor to get it checked on, but it was a really low maintenance form of birth control that was highly effective. It has about a 99.4% effective rate, which is really high. So that's why I wanted to get it. And if you're unfamiliar with what the Paragard or the um, copper IUD is, It's a copper-releasing device that's placed in your uterus to prevent pregnancy for up to 10 years. So, like I said, the benefits of it are that it's non-hormonal and it's actually a really um, low-maintenance form of birth control. So, it works by the um, copper being continuously released into the uterine cavity. So, with that, the copper enhances contraceptive efficiency by including the interference with the sperm. So, Basically your IUD practically kills sperm in its tracks and it doesn't allow it to transport and obviously fertilize an egg and Prevent implantation or the ability to get pregnant. So to put it bluntly in all honesty (laughs) You're basically poisoning your uterine cavity with toxic amounts of copper to the point where you can't reproduce and that's pretty scary When you stop and you read it out loud Um, This isn't this is very extreme and it's not going to go on inside your body without certain side effects And a lot of the different side effects that I later on experienced the longer that I had my copper IUD, the more um, was actually not explained to me when I first got it in. Um, So a lot of doctors will initially tell you that you're going to have possibly heavier periods, but it's going to subside within three months. That never happened to me. And you're going to have extreme um, menstrual cramping. You're going to have heavier cramps, but it's nothing. some ibuprofen can't fix and... My cramps got to the point where I had to, I was actually prescribed 800 milligram ibuprofen just to get through the day. And there's a whole other list of side effects that go through taking that high amount of ibuprofen. So basically it is a, although it's a very high effective form of birth control, everyone, it is not the most natural way to go about trying to prevent pregnancy or just trying to take care of your reproductive health in general. There's nothing natural about a little T-shaped device that is covered in copper that gets inserted up to your, into your uterus for as long as up to 10 years. That thing can last up to 10 years in your uterus and there's nothing natural about that. So when I first got it in, I remember saying, oh, it's a natural form of birth control. I like the fact that there's no hormones involved, but with the long-term side effects of the copper iud i was extremely wrong so they leave out a list of few really important side effects when you first get your iud put in so one such side effect could actually be depression severe fatigue copper toxicity and these side effects are actually listed on other websites but not directly on the package insert which is actually pretty scary so Why is it that something that is marketed as safe can be destroying women's quality of life all around the world? I came to learn how so many other women were going through the same exact side effects and even worse side effects than I was. And when I was really confused as to what was going on, that made me feel a lot better. So a lot of the time, women never suspect that that tiny little copper device that contains no hormones could be the culprit to all the destructive symptoms that they experience. I know for a while, I didn't think it could have been that at all. And it wasn't only until about June that I started to put pieces together as to what was going on. So I want to talk a little bit about copper toxicity. Um, And basically, if you ask any doctor about the copper levels in the PowerGuard IUD, they will say that it contains no more than what you already consume daily in your diet, with researching different articles and really educating myself, I found that to be actually incredibly inaccurate. So the the copper level's needed, right, to be in excess to halt reproduction. There is going to be so many different side effects that come into play because of that excess copper that's just continuously getting released into your uterus. So if a body receives more copper than it can handle, especially when zinc isn't supplemented, So I know I was not taking a zinc supplement and that's actually something I'm gonna be taking soon. Um, A woman can experience certain side effects. So increased copper levels are especially detrimental to women because of the natural estrogen that we produce. So estrogen facilitates the retention of copper which leads to most of the symptoms I'm going to explain. So basically we are always producing some type of estrogen, right, every single day certain times of our menstrual cycle is higher, certain times it's lower, certain times it's, go, it's backing um, up and down with progesterone, right, but either way, estrogen facilitates the retention of copper. So it basically holds on to it. So I have a long list in front of me of the different types of symptoms of excess copper. So if you do have a copper IUD and you're starting to notice that things don't really seem right with yourself, maybe you're more tired than usual, maybe you're more, more snappy, Whatever the case may be, maybe you're more emotional that can be linked to the excess copper that is continuously getting released into your uterus because of your form of birth control. So some of these symptoms are feelings of doom, fatigue and exhaustion, hypothyroid, so thyroid, which in tune can make it more challenging for you to lose weight. Your mind is in a fog, constant inflammation slash bloating, headaches, migraines, mood swings depression, dry skin, feeling a loss of control, paranoia, problems with concentration and memory, short attention span. That was something I was starting to experience only as of a few weeks ago right before I got it removed. The list is very large and I don't mean to express all of these symptoms in attempts to try to scare you if you do have a copper IUD or you're thinking about getting a copper IUD I'm here to educate and let you know that this form of birth control that is so quote-unquote natural, how it's actually not, and the dangers really involved with getting one. Do I regret actually getting one when I share my story in a little bit about how I got it removed on Friday and what really inspired me to record this podcast? Do I regret getting it? To a certain extent, yes, because it Wrecked havoc on my life the last few months and I was so confused as to what was going on so Also All of those side effects that I expressed aren't even a full list which is crazy Right a lot of them are always explained like I said are like the backache the menstrual cramps the dizziness the um, Maybe the dry skin things like that But there's actually actually a full more in detail list that further research supports and that's what's really scary. Um, and these are the ones that you want to look out for long-term. So abdominal infection, right? You can actually develop an allergic, allergic reaction to copper. Um, cervical infection, cysts on your ovaries, delayed menstruation, difficult removal. And that's something I'm going to be talking about a little bit later. Embeddedment, the IUD can be surrounded by the uterine tissue. Expulsion. Your IUD can actually completely or partially come out of the uterus, which is very, very common when you first get it in, and even in general because IUDs typically promote heavier menstrual periods. So the heavier your flow, the easier it is for your IUD to actually come out, which is scary. Fragmentation or breakage of the IUD it can cause miscarriage. It, you can actually get pregnant if your IUD somehow um, embeds itself into a different part of your reproductive system, like your cervix, which is really scary. Pelvic infection. Prolonged or heavy menstrual flow. That's something that, once again, I already explained. Um, It's just all of these severe side effects are not explained to women when they first get it in it's looked at as very lightly, and it's looked at like the king of all birth control. (laughs) And I'm here to call BS on that. So um, PMS is also really highly associated with copper IUDs. So something to keep in mind is that although the copper IUD can contribute to all of these overall side effects, it's also important to, at some point, Learn about the different hormones that make up your menstrual cycle and learn about the different phases of your menstrual cycle, like the luteal phase, the follicular phase, things like that. Obviously your menstrual phase. Learn about how different hormones impact you throughout different portions of your cycle because that can actually give you an idea as to what's going on with your underlying health. So although I did contribute a lot of my side effects to the the copper IUD, especially the pain that I was experiencing, a lot of it too was um, I started to learn how supplements can actually take a big, aw, my kitten is laying on my leg and it's so cute. (laughs) So I learned how different supplements and how my overall nutrition could really impact my menstrual cycle. So learning to Um, reduce things like dairy was a big thing in my overall PMS due to something called histamine. And I'm not going to get into too much of what all of that means. Um, But taking charge of my nutrition a little bit more and learning how different foods can impact me in different phases of my menstrual cycle allowed me to handle the severe PMS that I was experiencing towards the end of when I had the IUD a little bit better. So basically, now that I listed a ton of side effects that are really common and also the side effects that aren't so common that aren't initially explained to women as danger risks. I'm going to explain some of the side effects that I had and how they impacted me. So basically back in June I started to notice that I did not feel like myself at all. I was depressed for no apparent reason. I would cry for no apparent reason. I would get really angry and extremely snappy to the point where I felt like I would have these crazy almost violent thoughts and never towards anyone but almost to myself and that was not me I always felt like I just had this cloud over my head and I never understood why and I just remember feeling some days like I couldn't get out of bed and I had no motivation to do anything and I get emotional talking about it because this was for three months of my life, I didn't know what was going on and all I felt was the need to want to feel normal. I remember coming home from work one Saturday morning and just wanting to go lay down. It was a beautiful spring day and my husband, you know, as cute as he is, he comes in, he asks me about my day and we're sitting there and we're talking and I just remember curling up on my side and wanting to be left alone. And he had asked what I wanted to do for the day and I just said I just I just wanna lay here. And eventually I just fell asleep and I woke up and I felt better when I woke up. And that's where learning about the different phases of my hormones each month was really important for me. I also found that I was extremely bloated all the time, especially in my stomach. Um, especially in my face, I started to notice how my face would get puffy. Just, my overall body just felt like it was constantly inflamed. Not to mention the random bouts of cramps that I would just always have, even when I wasn't, um, on my period, or not even ovulating. So, it was just a really unpleasant time. Um, the bleeding was absolutely horrible, you know, and I just never thought that I would actually have the courage to actually get the thing taken out because of the high efficiency rate that it has. So sure, it was great you know, for my partner and I, just throwing it out there, sorry if that's a little TMI, but it was really impacting my overall health. And when my overall health is impacted, how am I supposed to feel my absolute best? How am I supposed to be a wife? How am I supposed to be a coach, a daughter, a friend? When I was just constantly feeling so crummy all the time. So sorry for getting a little bit emotional. It is something that I've really developed a strong passion for over the last few months. Because I do not want women to experience what I did. So basically what I did to try to fix the issues that I was having. Like I said I really made sure I was eating even more vegetables than I already was. Making sure I was you know, just overall trying to take care of myself the best way that I could. So sleeping more, going to bed earlier, trying to cut out certain things that caused me to feel certain physical side effects afterwards, like dairy. I did notice that the more dairy that I did have, I would become really bloated from it um, and things like that. So I also really took charge by reading Um, The Period Repair Manual, and I would highly suggest this book to any woman out there if you're looking to get an understanding of your menstrual cycle a little bit more. Um, It's by Lara Bryden, and it's an amazing book. I literally read it in a few hours on a Saturday night. Um, Another book that I read was Taking Charge of Your Fertility, and that helped me learn a lot more about, once again, the different phases of my menstrual cycle, how to actually detect... Um, If I was actually fertile or not, you know, when I was ovulating it taught me something called the fertility awareness method and that's what I'm going to be talking in a little bit about as well. Um, I also read the hormone repair manual and this one is where I actually got to take quizzes and actually learn what different types of hormones I may be deficient in or what I may be dominant in and that allowed me to really in tune also then correlate my nutrition with what i was um reading so basically on friday my i decided that it was time to get my iud removed after the long haul of all these horrible side effects that i was experiencing i put the fear aside i had a huge talk with my husband about it. And I let him know that I couldn't deal with it anymore. I was tired of feeling so miserable and feeling so victim to my body all the time. And he was 110% supportive, which was, you know, it did make it easier to make that final decision. So once again, I'm not sharing any of this to scare anyone, but I do want to share my removal story with you so that you understand the full risks involved with having it. And if you have a copper IUD and if you love it, that's wonderful. I'm I'm happy for you. I loved mine for the first, you know, maybe year or two that I had it. But however, the long-term risks associated with it outweigh the happiness in my opinion. So I'm here just to educate. On Friday, I had my IUD removed, and I went into the appointment thinking it was going to be relatively easy. Maybe I would feel a little something just to based upon the research that I had done to, to educate myself on the process. And when I went there, overall, the um, just the appointment in general, I felt was a little weird. I felt like I almost was judged. <laughs> after I told them the different birth control that I would now be using because I feel like just in today's society people are really quick to just want to promote pills and promote you know medical devices and things like that and they stray away from actually educating yourself versus just saying okay I'll just take this pill to try to balance everything out and um, I had the IUD removed on Friday and After about a minute or so, the doctor wasn't able to remove my IUD, and I knew that something was wrong, and my eyes filled up. I was trying to remain calm. I just kept staring at the ceiling, and eventually what she had me do was reposition my hips and cough three times, three times total, and with that, I felt an intense, it was almost like a cramp. But the doctor, the doctor actually said it was almost even more of a contraction, so which is crazy to think about that I experienced like a slight labor contraction with trying to get my IUD out. And it turns out that my IUD was embedded into my cervix. And it was low enough down where she was able to pull it out, but there are some circumstances that IUDs can get so embedded that doctors actually have to go in there with different devices um and you actually have to be put under anesthesia to get it removed and that's scary to think about so I felt that intense type of cramp contraction feeling and the IUD was out and I looked over to my left and I saw that little piece of devil and I immediately just started crying because I felt such a weight lifted and I it was weird I just felt like a different woman or a different woman and it was liberating because that thing caused hell for my life for far too long. And the symptoms that I had back in June when I originally went to the doctor were just kind of brushed off. Oh, maybe you should take some hormonal birth control to help regulate your moods a little bit. Maybe you have PMDD, but no. All I needed to do was educate myself a little bit about what was going on inside of my body because of the IUD and learn a lot more about my hormones. And from there, no, I did not need to take any type of false hormones to help regulate myself. So it was a very eye-opening experience, and I can say I came out of it so shocked. I was in shock that I actually did it. I was in shock to how different I automatically felt. And now I can say um, I do have my my period right now, and it's like 110% different. It's lighter, um, I have zero cramping, my mood is very different and I feel like myself again. I don't feel like I have this black cloud over over me anymore and that's really empowering to feel and I hope that all women out there at some point can experience this. So I will now be using the FAM method or the fertility awareness method to prevent pregnancy But what's nice about the FAM method is that you can also use this when you are actually trying to conceive. So, and it's gonna be a little bit easier to do so. So although I cannot wait, but can wait at the same time to have babies one day and little future Felicianos, um, I'm going to be using the fertility awareness method. And this is a way to predict fertile and infertile times of your cycle. So it's based upon your body signs, such as basal body temperature upon waking, cervical positioning slash mucus, which can change during each menstrual cycle in response to the hormones that cause ovulation. And if you use FAM and you don't want to get pregnant, you know, you just have to abstain. So don't have sex or use another contraceptive during your fertile times or take part in other types of uh, sexual physical activity. So it's basically, this is the most 110% natural way to manage your hormones and also you know prevent pregnancy and it's harder to do it does take some education but if you're really committed to making sure that you are on a natural form of birth control and you're tired of the hormones and you're tired of all the side effects that different birth control can give you then I highly highly suggest it I'm going to be using the daisy fertility tracker and it's actually going to be coming in the mail today So it's a fertility tracker that uses the fertility awareness method by learning and tracking your menstrual cycle. So Daisy can actually tell you when you are in your fertile window and when you're not. So during your fertile window, when you choose to plan a pregnancy, you can use a barrier method to prevent pregnancy or postpone sex to avoid pregnancy in general. So basically it's your choice. Daisy calculates your fertile window your fertility status will be displayed either as a red, meaning you're fertile, don't have sex, or use a barrier method, or green, you're not fertile. Um, So that's the time when you could take part in actual non-protected sex, because women can really only get pregnant six to seven days out of the whole entire month. You don't just walk around with the ability to get pregnant every single day, which is something that I blindly did not know back in the day. So um, basically, it is a natural form of birth control. There is no hormones involved, and it's 99.4% effective, which is the same effectiveness rate of hormonal birth control and also the copper IUD, which is mind-boggling to me that it's just as effective with no hormones at all. It just takes a little bit of education on your part and a little bit of discipline on your part, But in tune, it will make you that much more in tune with your body and really allow you to get an understanding of your body. Our body isn't some, like, mythical creature that we can't understand. It's it's not meant to be like that. Your periods are not meant to be so painful every month. They're supposed to come and they're supposed to go. And this type of birth control allows you to really learn your body. And that's why I'm so happy to begin using it. Um, So... I know I spoke about a lot today, guys. Um, I hope that if you are a woman out there and you're experiencing different side effects from your birth control or you experience like really crazy mood swings or different side effects every day, I encourage you to take a look at your birth control and see what can be actually going on underneath what you really think. It's empowering. I highly encourage you to try. and. Like I said, what is a better feeling than feeling so empowered by yourself and taking fully charge of your body? In my opinion, there's no better feeling than that. And that's something that I've recently learned as I've gotten older, how empowering that can actually feel and kind of growing into myself a little bit and not feeling like I need to be so hush-hush about everything because I am no more going to be hush-hush about uh, birth control or or hormones because my experience gave me this passion to make sure that you take control of your health and that you don't have to experience what i did so thank you for tuning in i hope you were able to learn something i will be doing another follow-up episode in regards to my experience with starting the fam method how my menstrual cycle continues to kind of regulate itself how i'm feeling how the daisy is going If you have any questions or concerns or you'd like to share your experience with your birth control or your copper IUD, send me a message on Instagram. I would love to hear about your story. My handle is Julia underscore with two Feliciano. So Julia with two underscores Feliciano or through my website strengththroughfoodfreedom.com. Let's join together and let's know that you are not alone in the constant battle that you may be experiencing, you guys. So thanks for tuning in. I will see you in the next episode. Bye.